0: We go to breweries a lot.
1: Like, a lot, a lot.
0: And when we're there, it's always fun to have a game to play.
1: And lately, we can't get enough of Dice Throne.
0: Marvel Dice Throne is a fast and fun board game for all ages. Each player selects one of eight heroes to face off in a head-to-head battle to see who earns the right to take the throne.
1: Gameplay involves strategically rolling dice to activate special abilities, playing unique hero cards to manipulate results, and upgrading your hero board to power up your stats. This is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter, and we'll have Kickstarter exclusives.
0: Go there now to reserve your copy. Hello there, I'm Colleen. I'm Anders.
1: From the sands of Tatooine to the levels of Coruscant, we cover it all. Yet another Star Wars podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and is part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.
0: gonna need to add one of the like the wrestling bells in
1: this corner weighing at 12 ounces in an orange can
0: (laughs) hailing from florida it's hey hey, hey. spoilers now (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: hey what's up (laughs) (laughs) okay i see you weren't feeling my energy that's fine that's fine your mic Oh, that's right! I Didn't introduce the show. <gasps> I should have been like weighing in. It's a podcast. Damn it! Welcome to cracking one open. <laughs> I totally botched that intro.
0: Oops. I'm Mike, and I'm Elise. Welcome. <laughs> We're
1: gonna drink some beer. Yeah, we are. It is weighing at twelve ounces. It's true. It is handling from Florida,
0: mm-hmm.
1: baby. What are we drinking
0: <laughs> this week? We are cracking open high low, uh, which is. What I'm going to call a Session IPA from Cigar City Brewing, which is located in Tampa, Florida. Cigar City was founded back in 2007 by Joey Redner, who had worked at Dunedin, 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 Dunedin uh, Brewery, which is Florida's oldest microbrewery uh, going back to 1995.
1: Dunedin sounds better.
0: It does. I'm sorry.
1: My brain's still hooked up on that. <laughs>
0: Um, And he was also the head beer writer for the Tampa Bay Times. I want that job. Mm -hmm.
1: Head (laughs) beer writer.
0: Uh, So after developing the space for the brewery and finding a brewmaster in 2008, Cigar City officially brewed its first beer in 2009, which was the Maduro Brown Ale. And since 2009, according to Wikipedia, they have brewed over six thousand individual brands of beer and i'm assuming that brands means like different types of beer like different names
1: probably different names but not different styles they probably yeah. have a couple of ipas so oh yeah
0: At, that counts are as there a 6, brand. types of beer no no <laughs> the answer is no <laughs> i say that with confidence and in 2009 uh, since 2009 the brewery has expanded to include a 15 BBL and a 3 BBL brew house, a packaging hall and a tasting room with 24 tap lines.
1: A packaging hall. Hall. Not like a packaging center, a packaging mm-hmm. hall.
0: Mhm. Okay. <laughs> They produce 170,000 barrels of beer annually with distribution in 39 states in the US as well as nearly a dozen international markets. Cigar City also makes an imperial stout with an insane cult-like following. It's called Hunapu's Imperial Stout and they release it every March uh, since 2010. But the catch is they only pour it at the Hunapo's Day Festival, which is attended annually by about 5,000 craft beer fans. Whoa. With 2020 being the exception.
1: Obviously. Well, now I want some Hunapoo.
0: Well, it does sound quite delicious. This stout is made with cinnamon, vanilla, cacao nibs, and chili peppers.
1: That does sound fantastic. Mm-hmm. I don't know about, well, it's March in Florida, so I guess it's not as hot.
0: Yeah, I would. I would assume it's like a. The, what their marches are like May. Hmm.
1: I would assume their marches like are June, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it might be the rainy season, but I might be pulling that out my butt.
0: Oh, I have no idea. Hunapu? Do we
1: know what Hunapu is? Uh, why is called Hunapu? I mean, we're going off the deep. Oh, you found out? Yeah. Uh,
0: so the name of the beer and the festival refers to the story of the hero twins from Mayan mythology. And as it is told, according to Cigar City's website, quote, after the twins' father was murdered by evil deities, Zibalba.
1: The pod racer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's how Google said it was pronounced.
1: All right. Zibalba. He always wins.
0: <laughs> after the twins' father was murdered by evil deities from Zibalba, his corpse became a cacao tree that spawned our two heroes, Shabalanke. And Hunapu. Epic follows Adventured, culminating in a journey to Zabalba to avenge their father's death. Vanquishing their enemies handily, the heroes then ascended unto the heavens where they became the sun and the moon.
1: Now I'm wondering if Zebalba from Podracer fame is named after Zebalba from yeah. this story.
0: Well, this is spelled X-I-B-A-L-B-A.
1: Oh, yeah, well. Kids can't pronounce that on an action figure box, so you rename it Sebulba.
0: Yeah. it's Interesting. a possibility.
1: Interesting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were
0: just doing that the other day. <laughs> so, as of March 2016, Cigar City Brewing partnered with Oscar Blues Brewery, which is based in Longmont, Colorado, to form Canarchy Craft Brewing Collective, which includes Oscar Blues, Cigar City, Perrin Brewing, and the Utah Brewers Cooperative that includes Wasatch and Squatters. But today we're talking about High Low, the kind of play on High Lie, which is their core IPA, and probably the first beer that either of us had from Cigar City. Mm.
1: Maybe. I'm still on the fence about that. Really? I still don't know if maybe I had something at a restaurant that was Cigar City.
0: Maybe for you a had long the Maduro time, I thought, Brown Ale. Yeah, maybe you had the Brown Ale. For
1: a long time, I thought that Highlight was a brand, like its own brewery. Oh. And I'm pretty sure I had had Cigar City stuff beforehand. Okay. Because then when we figured out Highlight was Cigar City, I was like, oh, Cigar City sounds really familiar. But maybe. I don't know. That's neither here nor there, Mike. <laughs>
0: So Highlight actually accounts for about 55% of Cigar City's annual production. But more on High Low. (laughs) Low. Cigar City says, quote, tropical and bright with a full palette of flavor and a potency designed with moderation in mind. High Low IPA lowers the intensity of a typical IPA while maintaining the highest quality and hop flavor possible. All of the qualities found in the finest IPAs, including citrus aromas and flavors, bread-like maltiness, and a moderate, snappy bitterness are found, making this beer a deceptively tempered addition to Cigar City Brewing's lineup of hop-forward creations. So that's why I assume that it's a session, um, even though they haven't like labeled it as such specifically.
1: When you started, I was a little perturbed that you said, I'm calling it a session. Because you had told me before that we were drinking a session and I got really excited. And now I'm still, even though you've explained your reasoning, mm-hmm. I'm still a little mad at you because our last session wasn't really a session either. Although they called it a session. Yes. But now you are lying to me about what
0: we're drinking. I'm not Just lying. Just give me a session. I'm not lying. I'm making an educated guess. <laughs> so Cigar City's tasting notes for high low go like this. Quote, vibrant aromas of nectarine orange zest and lime leaf greet the nose melding seamlessly with peach like esters and the light bready malt aroma citrus flavors of clementine and tangerine dance on the palate with a snappy bitterness a bread crust like malt and sparkling carbonation provide balance to this moderate bodied ipa high low clocks in at four percent abv has an IBU rating of 35 and an SRM of 12. (gasps) SRMs! SRMs! An IBU of 35 is very low for an IPA, like almost off the scale for an American IPA. Um, But as we've learned before, bitterness is pretty subjective. So basically you don't know until you try it.
1: That's why I like the SRM rating. It doesn't tell you anything about the beer, just what its color is.
0: Yeah. So, I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> with an SRM rating of 12, that means we can expect it to pour a medium amber color. On the other hand, High Lye has an ABV of 7.5%, an IBU rating of 65, and an SRM of 17, which is more of a deep amber brown.
1: High Lye is really 7.5? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think it was that much. Oh, yeah. That'll sneak up on you.
0: hmm Interesting. That's why I only needed two when we <laughs> went to see my brother. My brother in May. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have an image in my head of what this beer's color is going to be now. Mm-hmm. I hope it matches.
0: And Cigar City unfortunately did not list the hops used for High Low, but the hops used for High lie include Amarillo, Simcoe, Cascade, Motueka, Centennial, and CTZ, which, as a reminder, stands for Columbus, Tomahawk, and Zeus. All of which are nearly indistinguishable from each other. Um, so I think it's pretty safe to assume that it's a very similar mix for high low.
1: I would assume, yes. Yeah. As well. Otherwise, they would just rename it a different beer. Exactly. It's gotta be pretty similar in taste. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. maybe should have bought a single can of High Lie.
0: Oh. And yeah, split I the guess can that and then did
1: a taste test. I kinda remember what High tastes like though.
0: Yeah. So you ready to crack this open?
1: I've been at work for eleven hours. Hell yeah. My stomach are. is grumbling. I need some liquid. Literally, bread in I me. just heard it. <laughs> let's go get some of this orange bread.
0: Let's do this. All right. And we're back.
1: I have no fingernails. This is gonna be. Deafening fun. burps. <laughs> the <next. laughs> They're not supposed to know about my incredibly airy burps.
0: <laughs> All right, let's crack it. Oh, I got no nails. <laughs> Good luck.
1: My stubs did it. Proud of you. Oh, I smelled the orange. It's a beautiful Ooh, color. Yes. A beautiful color, but perhaps not maybe the one I was expecting. It's a little darker than I was thinking. A little there. bit.
0: A little bit more orangey, too.
1: Yes. But I like that. It's a nice color. hmm It's smell got the it? same
0: kind of malty breadiness that I remember from High Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely malty, very bready smelling. You get a little bit of that orange zest, but you don't get as much as what shot out as soon as I cracked the can. Mm-hmm. When I cracked the can, it was like orange oil is what I smelled.
0: This smells too good. I'm but it does kind it. of
1: smell like orange bread.
0: <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Orange bread. That's not, that doesn't sound bad.
1: Yep. That's pretty much what it is. Oh, wow. Very bready. I, oh, wow, that is orange bread. There's an orange bread, I think. <sighs> Did my boss make it? I think she made it. She made a ton of it. And mm-hmm. I just ate it like every day for like three <laughs> weeks because she made like two loaves. I was no going to say oran-
0: orange bread sounds familiar.
1: It was like sweet orange bread. I think I brought some home too.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I remember it. I
1: think it was my boss anyway. I just remember just eating like a ton of it because it was like a cake, but it was also bread, but it was also cake. Are
0: you sure it wasn't me that made it? <laughs>
1: I'm not sure it wasn't just you that <laughs> made it, and I brought it to work. I can't remember.
0: It might have been me.
1: But I ate the crap out of it, and I loved it. If it was you, then make me more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see if I have anything bookmarked
1: because that, it would have been a
0: long ass time ago.
1: <laughs> I bring this up because it kind of reminds me of that mm-hmm. in a great way. Because well, that assumed. was good. Yeah. I don't know. I hesitate to call this a session. Yeah. It's got a low ABV, which it absolutely does, a low bitterness, like just on the cusp, but it's still something
0: it's very dry.
1: Yeah, it's it's just missing that mm, session pop. Like you can have it in the summertime in the, it's, in yeah, the super it's, heat.
0: It is. Which is not weird because it's a beer.
1: Maybe not the juiciness. Maybe that's the citrusyness of it. I mean, obviously it's an orange, so it's it's got a ton of citrus, just maybe not the right citrus that I expect. Maybe. I could think most sessions would have like a lemon or lime kind of a thing going on. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to say, like as soon as you paused this for me to get the beer, I was like, lime? No, lime leaf. And I had no idea what lime leaf was.
0: Yeah. I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like that was one of the descriptors when we covered Guaybera, also from Cigar City.
1: Possibly, but that had a, obviously many other tastes going on there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although that was also a fantastic beer. It was. I just love the bready orangeness of this. And it is really easy drinking, it but it is dry. It's the same
0: kind of punch that Highlight does.
1: I think this lets that orange take over more than the hops. Whereas Highlight is very mm. much like hoppy, malty.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fair.
1: Although Highlight might be the most malty IPA. That's not like a double IPA where it's trying to hide mm-hmm. the alcohol content. This is just like a perfect amount of malty. It's not like... Too much, but it's definitely malt forward. Almost like an ale. Almost like um, like when we have a bit of the bitters. Yeah, <laughs> like when we have yes, British like very, bitters. Now that's, that's very malt forward. Comparison. Yeah, Like a British multi beer. Mm-hmm. This is much. This is very similar to that in terms of the malt content, but the citrus really pulls you in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like that oranginess to it, and it's different than what you'd get like a malt, like an orange, IPA or an orange. Like a Blue Moon. You know what I mean? hmm Because we've had IPAs, like heavier IPAs that have been like orange based. And obviously we've had stuff like Blue Moon and stuff where it's been, obviously Blue Moon's all about the orange. You're even supposed to drop a whole fresh orange in there when you drink it. There's nothing's wrong with Blue Moon. I like Blue Moon. But this is a different orange kind of a thing.
0: It's deeper. It's more like zest.
1: Yeah. But not quite the zest as like the beer we had in Florida.
0: When no, Universal where it was like the essential zest, oils, the essential oils, the extract, the juice, the like whatever possible orange product you could get, just throw it in there. Right.
1: Well, that beer wasn't from Florida though. I don't think.
0: No, it was from like Maryland. <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. And they were just had it at um,
0: Lombardi's. Lombardi's
1: in Florida. Yeah, this is fantastic. I really like this a lot.
0: I'm happy as a six pack.
1: Did we put more in the fridgerity? No. 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 I
0: offered this morning and you didn't take me up on it. It's your own fault.
1: No, you said I could have taken one from last night and you wouldn't have been sad. And I was like, that's not how we do things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then I suggested putting two more in and you were like, nah.
1: I don't remember that. I must have been just, I must have been asleep. That was sleep mic talking. (laughs) (laughs) The fool. Sleep mic once. Mike wants instant gratification, sleep, Mike especially. You were talking about, oh, well, you can put more in tomorrow. That's tomorrow, Mike's problem. Yesterday, Mike wanted that beer. The carbonation is also nice. It is. It's really like micro bubbles, just kind of like dance and play on it your tongue. It does dance not on your tongue. Much. Yeah. You are right about it being dry, though. It does not quench your thirst like a no, session does. I,
0: I wouldn't be able to drink this on like a really hot day in the sun. No. Or at least not more than one.
1: I'd be like, that was nice, but ninety I water or another beer.
0: Yep. Or like, Or
1: soda right away. I need something, yeah.
0: You're right, though. It is extremely drinkable.
1: Mm-hmm. It's perfect for being inside, like, right now. Yep. Being at a bar inside. You just couldn't be outside, which, you know, when I think of, like, High Lie and Cigar State, I think of Florida.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think about, like, Start
0: being outside,
1: to. drinking outside, or even being on our deck in the summer. But that being said... If we were at um, NBC Sports Bar in Universal, where they have, you know, 30 something beers and they mm-hmm. do have some Cigar City on tap, if I saw this, I'd be I'd definitely get this as one of my rounds oh, if I for were sure. inside. Mm-hmm. It's not so much an outside beer, unless it's the wintertime. It's still not an outside beer in the wintertime because you want something heavier if you're outside on like a bonfire. Car. This yeah. is not a bonfire beer either. So it's a great inside beer. Not quite a session, but a session adjacent. You're not completely wrong.
0: Like I said, just a guess.
1: So the can is retro. Yes, <laughs> I guess a lot of the like. Oh, highlight is retro. I don't know if all mm-hmm. Cigar City art is retro, but
0: no, Guevara wasn't.
1: Yeah. So highlight's got your Cigar City Brewing logo, and it's just kind of a plain. It's a circle with some speckles on the side. And a big old cigar. Uh, One of those classic cigars that goes from skinny to fatter toward the end. Uh, It says Cigar City Brewing on it in big letters. And then Hecho Amano, born in Tampa, Florida. And it's a, I guess, a tan inside of the circle. And the writing's actually looks black if you look at it real quick, but it's actually a dark, 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 dark brown. And that's stamped on what I consider the retro can. And the retro can is like 80s or late 70s. Like early '80s, late '70s, like mm. Star Wars time, disco. Uh, the highlight logo itself looks like, kind of like the it's like neon writing. It's like a a bright yellow, like an orange single line, and very circular writing, very much like neon '1970s kind of writing. You see, yes,
0: '1970s is a very accurate description mm. of it.
1: Like I feel like I have a perm while I'm talking about this. I got, got these big old puffs of hair. And then but you're also wearing India a pillow. sweatband
0: that's kind of holding them down.
1: I'm wearing a sideways sweatband. It doesn't really hold them down. It just kind of like lets them be. Mm. I got curly hair. I'm going to let my afro free And at this time. I'm wearing a blazer. It's bright orange. It's whatever. And my uh I'm wearing a button-up shirt. And my collars go over the blazer collar. Yep. Yep. Bell bottoms. corduroys. Nothing's wrong with corduroy, by the way. Corduroy pants are so comfortable.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> The can itself is a dark orange that kind of fades into a lighter orange as you go down with a black band kind of below, a black pattern band below. And then the logo for Highlight is this setting sun of black, green, yellow, and white lines. Mm-hmm. It's so 80s, right? It's so hard to describe. It's something you would find in like a can of soup in the late 70s, early 80s.
0: Am I? <laughs>
1: well- And there's a guy like there's a cutout of a guy playing high lab, obviously reaching, trying to scoop the ball.
0: Mm -hmm. Am I am I wrong in recalling the logo of the highlight place that used to be on the post road being similar to that?
1: You know, I think that, too, but I don't know if this can just incepted my mind.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: We had near where our mall is, uh, where we lived. Where we live, uh, there used to be a huge highlight center. It was one of the major highlight, I guess, stadiums or places people played highlight. And it just mm-hmm. as we were growing up, it just became abandoned. They never played highlight there, um, but it was, I guess, huge back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's now torn down, but they did have a huge highlight logo back in the day on their sign facing the road. And I do remember it being quite similar to this. But again, am I just incepted? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) I'd have to try to find somewhere on Google that has like old pictures of our home down and like look at it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's out there. Uh,
1: On the side of the can, there is writing. High low Indie Pale Ale, tropical and bright with a full palette of flavor and a potency designed with moderation in mind. High low IPA delivers the highs where it counts and the lows where you'd want them. Thanks, Barry. That also sounds like a really lame commercial you would hear in the late. <laughs> 70s, early 80s. Also
0: true.
1: Uh, and then it says 120, cigarcitybrewing.com. The 120 is super 60s. That is, or super 70s. That's not even 80s. That is 70s, that 120 yeah. logo with the highlight guy in the center of the circle.
0: I don't know what the 120 means.
1: I was going to say, what does the 120 mean? It's, they're not 120 years old. Nope. Or is highlight 120 years old, the sport?
0: Oh, that would make more sense. Good thinking. Maybe.
1: Like, what's their association with the sport?
0: Well, she looks that up. I'll say
1: what the rest of the can looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, cigarcitybrewing.com is below. Drink fresh. Do not age, obviously. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast. A lot of these beers are not going to go, not going to stay long. So, buy them, drink them when you can. Don't leave beers sitting unless they are fermented beers, unless they are aged. You know, a beer that's aged in an oak barrel or something, those you can keep for a while. But if they're not aged, or fermented, drink them within about six to eight months, a year tops. I've had beers that we've drank that we've kept for a year, and I just noticed and I drink it. It doesn't seem too bad, but some beers will skunk if you don't drink them fast enough. And like an IPA like this would, is one of them for sure. What you got?
0: Upon a preliminary Google, there's no exact date, but it does say that it is a centuries-old sport.
1: Oh, then yeah. Maybe that's it's 120 years of like the high lie. Federation in America or something then.
0: Federation. I like that.
1: Mm. Uh, statement of average analysis. So this is interesting because you don't usually get this on anything from America. We talked about how this was on um,
0: uh, the extra. last
1: International the uh, Extra. Statement of average analysis per 12 fluid ounces. It's 120 calories, 11 grams of carbs, zero protein and zero fat. Hm.
0: Zero protein, man. Fuck this.
1: <laughs> but eleven grams of carbs. Carbs, it's fine. Oh, great. <laughs> Brewed and canned by Cigar City Brewing LLC, Tampa, Florida. Twelve fluid ounces. Government warning: According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Due consumption of alcoholic beverages and your ability to drive a car, or operate machinery, and cause may cause death. Uh, may cause health problems. Also death. HBU's thirty-five or IBUs thirty-five. Alcohol by volume four percent. They say IBUs. I've never seen it. I thought it was just IBU.
0: Um, I've seen it as both, but mostly IBU.
1: Yeah, IBUs makes sense. I guess maybe even more sense.
0: But yeah, that's the can. It's a uh, full wraparound. Units, I mean, it's Yeah, it does makes mm, makes more sense.
1: It's definitely a pretty impressive can in terms of its retroness, and it's very it's styled very similar to the highlight, which mm-hmm. obviously would have to be. But I like that.
0: I like that the the pattern on the bottom almost reminds me of of a retro carpet. Maybe,
1: yeah, it's just kind of retro-y with the circles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it goes along with the rest of the orange for the can really well. Yeah. But my brain is almost playing like this music behind as I look at the can that's got like the, like the tracking is off on the VHS <laughs> that I'm watching it on. <laughs> like almost something like that. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the old films I watch on Forgotten Cinema. Plug. <laughs> Like that kind of like, oh, tran- it didn- didn't transfer right. Like that's what I'm imagining as I'm watching this highlight thing. Like mm-hmm. it's just really cool. I thoroughly enjoy this beer. I'm sad we didn't put more in the fridge. I'm sorry. Uh, I like this a lot. Is this one of my top beers for the year so far? I don't know. We'd have to go back. I would like to do a top like, even if it's just a quick part, segment mm. of one of the episodes at the end of the year, I'd like to I do a recap. I figured we would
0: do it at the end of the year yeah. like we did last time.
1: Did we do it last year? I'm mm-hmm. like, look at the list?
0: You, Yeah, you sprung it on me and I was overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, let's not spring it this time. Let's actually, like, think about it. Okay. And like, have a list ready.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Maybe that can be our last yep, episode end of the, the thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe.
1: We do it the way we did it on Two Player Bros one year, where we place them as worth a point. So mm-hmm. that way we have to have a definitive list. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about it between us, but then there's that definitive list okay. based on the points. Yeah.
0: A peek behind the curtain at cracking 1 Open.
1: Da, 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 sneak preview <laughs> at the future episode, which is <laughs> totally crap. Only like six or seven episodes away. Yep. Ugh. Wasn't it just July 4th? Basically. Wow.
0: Anyway. But, but tomorrow's Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but yesterday was Thanksgiving <laughs> when this episode's released.
0: Uh, uh, I see what you did there. See,
1: so yeah, happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. From
1: cracking one open. Remember to drink good beer with your turkey at Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Don't let your uncles or your fathers or your grandfathers just make you drink Bud Light just because it's a family tradition. Bring a beer that you think they're going to like and then bring a beer you know they're not going to like, but you're going to like. But also expand their horizons. Bring a transition <laughs> beer. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. Beers that you can find mm-hmm. that we've talked about as well in the podcast that you think would be good for people that don't like
0: if they're experimental of IPAs, craft beers yeah or, oh it's yeah. just a
1: craft beer it's a it's for hipsters give them something on their level give or on their level not that that's a bad thing but give them something that's like an elevated version of something they already exactly. like exactly and 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 change their minds that's up to you to change their minds not just say they're wrong prove they're wrong by giving them something they're going to like don't just give them your double IPA or your Scotch, your weird scotch ales and stuff like that it's
0: true it's a very good point you've
1: gotten to that advanced point but Thanksgiving Christmas you know all these holidays you know New Year's Hanukkah Kwanzaa if you celebrate it Ramadan these family get-togethers are the perfect place to get your family members to stop crapping on craft beer and (laughs) like craft beer if you meet them halfway
0: it's a nice sentiment
1: yeah it's something we try to do every year we try to get something that's like all right, what do we think they're going to like? Like Christmas Eve? Yep. You know, what do we think my, my aunt and uncle, my mom, and my dad are going to like? Um, Gotta
0: support local.
1: Or I think my brother's going to like? Which is always tough, but yeah. We, there are a couple of things we found that he actually couple enjoys. A couple of picky so.
0: palettes to yeah. cater to.
1: <laughs> so be thankful for the craft beer in your life and the people in your life that you have the time and chance to convert into craft beer lovers. Cheers to that. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's all i got now go buy stuff it's black friday
0: at least shop local don't go to the big box stores today it's not worth it anyway thank you for tuning into this week's episode and if you enjoyed it please rate it review it share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes you can find us on crackmanopen.com or apple podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Kraken One Open, or shoot us an email at crackin' when open at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions, because we always want to hear from
1: you. Especially if you're a brewery. Especially. Or a brewer, or you work at a brewery, or you want to recommend a beer.
0: Or you want to do. talk about a beer that's coming out. Free advertising, y'all.
1: Get us on the podcast. We'll talk to you. That's all I'm saying.
0: Let's talk about
1: beer, baby. Mm -hmm. Don't know what I got going
0: on. What you got to plug? (laughs) Audiobooks, baby. Why
1: don't you use some of that Black Friday money and go get you some audiobooks on sale? I'm sure they're on sale. So go get them. And it's Mike Butler or Michael Butler on Audible. Uh, There's a bunch of Michael Butlers, but Sour, Switch, Art for and Gangsters, Uh, Coffee at Midnight, The Final Girl, Sour. Vacation Planet, Progressive Entrapment. These are all books I've made on the platform, along with a couple of other instructional books and stuff that, yeah, I've done for the money. Buy them. I don't get paid unless you buy those books I named. Uh, the other books I did for cash up front because I knew they were going to sell. The other books I did because I, I believe in them and I believe you're going to buy them and I believe I'll make money off of you buying them, but I only make money if you buy them. So please, I've put hundreds of hours into these books and I don't get paid unless you purchase them. So, so help me. You can also find my other podcast at Forgotten uh, uh, I've got Forgotten Cinema, the Motherland podcast uh forgotten cinema is a podcast i do with uh, my buddy mike field about films that seem to be forgotten by audiences whether it be because more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run we discuss what we love about the movie maybe don't love about it but we always recommend you revisit it you never know you might find your own forgotten gem forgotten cinema is available com, forgottenpodcast.com, forgottenentertainment.com, spotify apple Podcasts, google play uh anywhere stitcher rate us review it subscribe all that good stuff and uh, while you're there on uh Forgotten Entertainment.com, check out everything else. Crack One opens there. Forgotten Cinema's there. Yet another Star Wars podcast. Yet another Marvel podcast. Uh, Bohemian Geek Studies. The Nomcast. It's all there. Check it out. Old episode, The Two Player Bros. And a couple of web series that myself and Mike Field did as well. That's what I got to plug.
0: All right. And a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.
1: I want more orange bread. And if I find out that you were the one that made orange bread and didn't buy me more orange bread, I'm going to find you and I'm going to come after you. And by the way, you're right here. I don't even have to find after you. I don't even have to find you. I'm just coming after you.
0: I'm really nervous because I really I'm starting to think that it was me, you but I would have I made it and bought it.
1: I understand that what the oven is right
0: you there. you said I bought it. I would never buy it.
1: I'm sorry. You made that orange <laughs> bread and the oven is right there.
0: <laughs> I think we're done now.
1: I'm only half joking. <laughs>